Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. All right, Urban Spelunking brought to you by Midwest Stairs and Iron. And today, Bobby, this is like one of the most urban spelunkiest, <laughs> urban spelunkiest uh, uh, podcasts we've done in a while because... It's got all the intrigue. I mean, we're talking about an old school. This is Franklin School in Racine on the south side of Racine. It goes back to 1870. You got a tour of the attic and you said that it there was kind of a King Tut moment. You found some Absolutely. like a hidden piece of history in the attic. And I'm you not going to tell gra- you what that is yet. Right. You found graffiti dating back to the 1880s, 1887, carved into the beams. Uh, you actually went to this building and and it's it's because it's being raised in in uh, the coming years. We'll tell you more about that whole story. Time definitely is of the essence in this story. We wanted to get inside before this building is torn down. So Franklin School and Racine. What what's the story here, Bobby? Well, I think you know we have to say that um, as beautiful as these buildings are, and the and you know everybody hates to see them go. You know they're not always adapted to. Um, to modern needs, right? I mean, they're not necessarily, right. the halls aren't maybe wide enough anymore. The, you know, the classrooms aren't laid out the way classrooms would be today. They're maybe not AEDA accessible. They might be full of asbestos. They might be, you know, require a lot of upkeep. You know, in a district, it's a taxpayer funded district has to be conscious of how it spends the public money, right? And at a certain point, if, if a building like this gets to be too expensive, to operate as it is, then they have to look at oh, another way to serve the children that are not being served by this building, which has been sitting empty for uh, two years because of a lot of these problems. You know, so they have this entire site that could be serving kids, but currently isn't. And after this building is is torn down, it's going to be replaced with a brand new school that's going to be uh, yes. state of the art and having a STEAM focus, so science, technology, engineering, art, and math. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 coming down for, what, hopefully 170 years from now, <laughs> Racine will think of as an amazing historic building, you know. Yeah, well, you got to go inside this building before it was torn down. And, man, the, the, the photos from inside the attic, the uh, you found the, you know, of course, the original bell on top and all this all this history, graffiti from the 1880s, 1920s. Um, it was this this just such a cool look behind the scenes. It's got to give you kind of a, I don't know, a, a bittersweet feeling walking through this and, and and seeing all this history, knowing that its days are numbered. How do you feel when you go through a building like this? Oh, it's really sad. I mean, because, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting because it's exciting to see the details and all that kind of stuff. But the thing that always gets me in these buildings, <laughs> and it might sound silly, is the staircases. Because in the staircases, you can see the way the wooden slats that, that you step on on the stairs are worn away from people walking on them for 170 years like 170 years of little feet (laughs) battering up and down the stairs and it really is just it's like a just a sort of subtle symbol of how well this building has served its city for so long so yeah it is it's a little it is a little bittersweet it's a it's both sort of like a kid in a candy store moment because i'm so excited to explore it and see it but you know, I understand that, you know, I, I, I work with somebody who went to the school who, when I sent her the article, she told me she cried, you know, yeah. so it's, 
it means a lot to people. Absolutely. I mean, I, I I know as you were saying that I'm I'm visualizing my own high school staircase, you know, right now, and just the fact that I can recall what that looked like and what the stair treads looked like, it it shows you what you know. We talked about this last week. What a moment that is in your life going to high school, right? And could you could you imagine like if like what that means for somebody? If you, if your school is sort of part of your identity of who you are, what happens when they tear down the school and it's gone? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like ripping out a part of your identity for some people. And, and leave it to Bobby Tanzillo to like get poetic and philosophical about schoolhouse <laughs> stairs. But you made me feel there, Bobby, and I, I totally get what you're saying, which is why we're talking about this special school, Franklin School in Racine. Well, coming up on the second part of Urban Spelunking, we're going to go inside. We're going to talk about that graffiti you found, plus that surprising discovery in the attic, the original detail from the building that you found up there. That's coming up next on Urban Spelunking. Every time you tune into 88.9, you discover something new. Your musical horizons expand or you journey to a new corner of Milwaukee. Our programming introduces you to new artists, finds hope and inspiration in our community, and connects you to your neighbors. If you enjoy Radio Milwaukee, then we invite you to make another discovery. The power of membership. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org and click the orange heart to learn more. And we are back at Franklin School in Racine. This is on the south side of Racine on, on uh, 10th and Center Street. Let's go inside and, and talk about the uh, your tour. What was What's it like inside right now? Well, I'm going to tell just a quick sort of lay of the land. There's two buildings that are sort of connected by um, a passageway. Um, and the first one was built in 1870. And it, in the 1890s, it was completely um, renovated. Around the same time, a bunch of other 1850s schoolhouses in Racine were renovated. So they sort of look like 1890s buildings outside because of that renovation. So they still look super old, but they don't look initially as they did when they were first built. And interestingly, a number of those 1850 schools are still operating and are and there's one that's not operating, but it's still standing. Um, so Racine has a good record of keeping its vintage school buildings. Um, so this one was renovated in uh, 1890s, still cream city brick, very beautiful. Arguably, the 1890s look is even nicer than the 1870s look. But then across the walkway was a 1921 building that was built as the first junior high school in Racine. Okay, and those connected, so you yeah, can start and, at one. And that's- yeah, and that building looks a lot like Wisconsin Avenue School, which you will remember from when we did our urban spelunking bus tour <laughs> yeah we took a tour of of that building and, and i thought i thought that about some of the buildings the school we were talking about last week too where um there there is a distinctive kind of look to the to school buildings of this era yeah yeah so um so i started in the old building um and we just sort of went around and it looks really interesting because it's got this like double it almost was built sort of like a barbell with like a pavilion of rooms on one end connected to a pavilion of rooms kind of on the other end okay. by two side-by-side corridors separated by a wall, which I had never seen before. But it was interesting, you know, the usual kind of stuff you'd see in that kind of lots of molding, decorative molding, lots of um, hardwood floors, just kind of classic, you know, 19th century looking schoolhouse, which was really nice. But um, then the guy that I was uh, walking with said, uh, do you want to see the attic? Mm. And I said, and he You're was like, no, I don't want I, to see the attic. Well, no, I'm good. No, right. I don't, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing up there. Um, 
But what's funny is that I should, as a bit of background, I should say that when I first went down to Racine to write about five of these 19th century schoolhouses a few years ago, right around the same time, um, uh, an administrator from MPS messaged me and said, I'm going to Racine. I'm leaving okay. and I'm going to Racine. And I said, that's funny. I'm going down there next week. And so she joined the tour so that she with me so that she could see all these buildings in her new district, which is interesting. And she's the one who invited me to come down to see this building before it goes. And she, um, I think she gave him my MO. <laughs> he seemed to know I was going to want to see everything. Um, how long so, were you there? Uh, two hours, maybe. Okay. So you, you got the full tour. I got the, the full, full tour. We, we yeah. looked at everything. There was no room. I said, no. <laughs> right. um, so what what did you find in the attic so the best thing about the attic was it was as you say it was the urban spelunkiest of, of visits because <laughs> to get to the attic unlike many of these 19th century schoolhouses to get to the attic you couldn't just walk up some stairs or through a door you had to climb through um a hatch in a ceiling in a in, in a small office uh that had like a little wooden ladder that led to a platform about halfway up the wall and to get up to that platform, wow. I had to climb this, like a metal aluminum ladder to get. So it was like a ladder up to the platform to the ladder to go through the hole. I think there might be a picture of it in the story. If not, it's, there is one on my Instagram. Um, and then when I got up there, I immediately saw to the left, there was a bunch of graffiti. So I had to go look at that. There was some, you know, 1920s graffiti, stuff like that. And then all of a sudden I turned around and I had a holy cow moment. <laughs> Although I think what I said was probably a little racier than that when I saw it. <laughs> Up in the attic, when they when they redid the building in 1899, instead of, I mean, if you look at the two pictures here in the story, you can see the roof line is considerably, considerably different. But instead of demolishing the old uh, main section of the building, they just built the new part around it. Oh, so wow. Okay. in the attic is the old exterior of the building. So like the windows are there, the cornice is still hanging in its place. And and because it's been covered up for so long, it, it probably looks better than the it outside does. of the it, building, right? It right? Does. Yeah. It looks really good. It was only exposed to the elements for like, you know, about 29 years. And the rest yeah, of the time it's been inside. <laughs> in the story, you call this as kind of like a kind of a King Tut sar sarcophagus moment. <laughs> I know. I, said, I felt like I felt like one of those explorers like shining his flashlight and seeing a glistening bit of gold, you know, in the corner. <laughs> <of> the... <laughs> and then but the best part is like you could climb into it. Like part, really? of it, part of it is still up above like the main part of the rest of the building. It's just dead space in there now, dead attic space. But you could climb into it, and then you're standing inside the attic of the old building, and you can see where the bell used to hang. There's like a little pulley sort of thing where the rope would have gone over, so the you know you'd be able to pull the rope and ring the bell. And the bell wasn't in there anymore, but um, there was some graffiti on the beam right next to it that was dated 1887. And the, wow. and the guy who was showing me around said, I know we have the bell here somewhere. And when I got back, he sent me a, I didn't see it in person because it was out on the roof, but um, the bell is still there up on the roof. So I got to wonder, Bobby, there's probably no way to, to quantify this, but I got to think like how many people have stood in the, like the, the interior attic of this Franklin schoolhouse in Racine um, in ever and and that's probably why people it's probably so rare that that room that you were in gets visitors that people who have been there had to write graffiti and you know scrape their name into the into the beam to to mark that moment it's, yeah 
probably you know, just a handful of people have been in that room that you were in. And I just wonder too, how many like went up there and saw this thing and realized what it was and were like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> right. And again, this this was built in, in uh, the 1870s, right? 1870? Yeah, 1870. Mm-hmm. Wow. So Yeah, so it's kind of cool to just be able to stand there and sort of like just literally right up to this, what was once third story 1870 exterior brickwork and just be able to like touch it and be like, Oh my God, after 170 years, it's. Yeah, absolutely. And then I was, that was was terrible math, wasn't it? 150 years. 150. (laughs) Hey, I wasn't going to check you. I was like 170, whatever. That's good. (laughs) But, uh, I I was, you're right. I I can say I was really struck by the, that 1880s graffiti because it, it almost looks like, you know, it's in this like beautiful script handwriting with the with the date. It looks like it was written. You know, it definitely looks like eighteen eighty seven. And you can usually tell with that old graffiti because, like, it's you know, like somebody might say, "Well, how do you know somebody didn't just fake it and just write a different year on it?" But the handwriting is always different. Like, you can always see on the oldest of that graffiti that the handwriting is always really kind of unique and different from the way we write now. Well, before we go, I gotta. I just. I, I thought this was so fun, Bobby. You got with permission. You got to score a little souvenir from this building before. <laughs> I did. I never take things from places because I mean, even if it's getting torn down, it's it ain't mine, right? It's stealing. So, um, but there was a nail sticking out of the old roof um, inside the attic, uh, like a perfectly unbent square nail that presumably is from 1870, right? Because it's in that yeah. part of the building. And I said, "Can I take this?" And he said, "Sure." And my son, my son joked, he said, when you pulled it out, did you hear anything crash? <laughs> <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> so you're, you're good there. I'm good well, there. How cool. I mean, that's just, I know when we talk about, uh, you know, we talk about the pyramids, uh, 150 years doesn't feel very old, but um, just thinking about, about like, like I said, how, just how, how few people have probably been in that space and that somebody pounded that nail into that into that schoolhouse when it yep. was brand new in the 18, 1870s. It just there's something very special about that. Right. And 150 years later, I was probably the first person to touch it since that guy put it in, you know. Probably. Wow, how fun. Well, you can go inside and see some really incredible pictures from inside the Franklin School in Racine. Uh, as we mentioned, this building is being torn down, but a new school will replace it at some point. Uh, what's the timeline, Bobby? Do they do, do they know yet exactly I, when? I don't go? know the exact timeline for the demolition and when the construction will start, but they're hoping to have it open by 2023. So I would assume, um, I know the demolition is supposed to happen sometime this year, but I don't, beyond that, I don't have a more specific timeline. Well, definitely go check out the pictures. We've got them linked up. Bobby's complete story. You can find that on our website at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And while you're there, we ask if you could subscribe to Urban Spelunking. Never miss an Urban Spelunking. Uh, we just covered two really interesting schools back to back. And we cover buildings like schools and, and courthouses and uh, mansions, all sorts of fun, different buildings that we cover. Smokestacks. We did a smokestack once. <laughs> That's right. Yes. The smokestack, of course. <laughs> So subscribe if you don't already, just by pressing the subscribe button wherever you're you're listening right now. Podcasts on 88.9 are produced by Kenny Perez. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration comes from the License Lab, with support, of course, from your membership and from On Milwaukee. And if you could take just a moment while you're subscribing, rate and review this podcast as well. That helps us get some really great feedback. On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo, thanks so much. Thank you.